Well, welcome. This is WNZN Radio coming to you again from Lorain, Ohio. Very happy that you tuned in. My name is John Murtha, and I'm sitting here with my good friend and assistant, David Abood. Hey, John. Great to be with you again today. Beautiful day. Beautiful day outside. Yeah. And again, this is WNZN Radio. If you're having any difficulty or static with the connection, you can just go in off your phone, which I do now more and more. Or if you have uh, Alexa or whatever device you might have, and just go to www.wnzn.org, wnzn.org, and you can just tune right in. So thank you again, like I said earlier, for tuning in. We've had a lot of guests, David, in the past wow. couple of weeks. Have we ever. <laughs> we the president of Grove City College. College president McNulty, week. yes. We had Charlie uh-huh. Melbrook from... Uh, Thailand and all wow. that he's involved up in those mountains up in Thailand. What a ministry he has, John. Unbelievable. Somebody not that long ago from Africa with a call in interview. Yeah. And we got more guests lined up, God mm-hmm. willing, coming in the future. Right. So it's it's always grateful. Uh, maybe there's somebody out there that has a ministry uh, that you want to get the word out to just give me a call. Uh, or you can go to John chapter John fourteen twenty one dot com. That's where all our radio shows are archived. I think there's over a hundred on them now. Oh, easily, John. My yeah, son I, Michael absolutely. keeps those all in good yeah. order. So. Yeah, thanks. Thanks goes out to Mike. Uh, he processes the shows every week and puts them up on our podcast. Thanks, Mike. So what I want to do today, David, is we're going to look at. Um, you know, I was looking at uh, some interviews on TV with uh, AI, artificial intelligence, oh, and what's yes. going on in that whole uh-huh. arena, that whole field. Mm-hmm. It's just like exploded in the past 10, 15, 20 years yes. of more and more. But it goes to this whole thing that if you really study world history, uh, go back thousands of years, essentially man started pretty much as a hunter-gatherer, and he started coming into villages, became cities, and then they became more urbanized and then when you come up in the late 1800s yeah we were moved to a more agricultural base and then into what was called the industrial revolution mm-hmm. which is like 1850 after the yes civil war moving into the early part of the 20th century what we call the industrial and then 1950 particularly post-world war ii we entered in to what's known as the informational age yes. and that's where more and more machinery yep. started coming in uh computers and then, of course, the whole thing with Wi-Fi and everything. Mm-hmm. But now we're experiencing this incredible growth of information, uh, data, facts, knowledge. And I wanted to talk about, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, information yeah. is good. I mean, that's how we they make advances in medicine and we fly airplanes and all this other. But uh, information alone is not good or adequate because the Bible continually tells us to get wisdom. Yes. So wisdom we're going to see is different than knowledge. You can have mm-hmm. knowledge without wisdom uh, because there's many people that are very smart. They're very bright, yes. but they lack wisdom, which is the right application of knowledge. That's a shortened definition of uh, mm-hmm. wisdom. But wisdom is a higher level of insight and knowledge. I'm going to look at that. And we're going to start. Proverbs is one of the key books, oh, yeah. I mean, really, when it comes to wisdom. Yes, it is. But it says here in... in um, where are you? Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge mm-hmm. and or wisdom. Yes. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. So here it's, we're told yes. several places in the scripture, Psalm 110, verse yeah. 10, other places, that the fear of the Lord 
is the beginning of wisdom. Yes. That's the beginning. Amen. Yep. So if there's no belief in God, let alone a, a, have a healthy respect or fear and mm-hmm. awe of God, you're not going to access wisdom. Yeah. You're just going to live a life of knowledge and information, and you actually might have get a good job or a good career out of that. I'm not saying you wouldn't, but it's not answering life's biggest questions of what are we doing here, mm-hmm. uh, what's the purpose of life, yes. how should I live my life, how should I raise my children, mm-hmm. what's going to happen when we die. All of these big questions really come through not necessarily information or knowledge alone, but through wisdom. And that's what I thought we would look at today. And how do we, well, how do we get wisdom? So let's look at the definition just to start. Um, knowledge, knowledge is basically information, data, or facts uh, that we can learn and mm-hmm. we can study and we can gather. And if we look at educational system is predominantly uh, to increase our, our knowledge yes. on a given topic, whether it be history or biology or chemistry or physics. But again, um, that's where it stops. It's mm-hmm. devoid of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is one of the big concerns in colleges and universities today. Are they just getting yes. information in a given field, <clears throat> right. but not wisdom of how to live life and who are you mm-hmm. as a person and what values do you have? So that's knowledge. It's simple information, data, um, all this kind of kind of uh, things that we collate and learn and read and, and study. And again, that's good. But wisdom is different. Now, wisdom, here's one of the definitions, is the capacity of the mind that allows us to understand life from God's perspective, to use discernment in making right choices, and how do we apply this wisdom to everyday decisions. Right, right. That's your basic... <clears throat> so you can share, David, on some of the things. I know you've been researching a lot of this. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I think that's, that was actually my number one Bible verse on wisdom and discernment is the one you read. Uh, we we focused on the the Proverbs one seven uh, independently, and and it's so important. You know, I think the the one thing as a kid that I was blessed with, even though I didn't become a, a full fledged Christian until about you know fourteen years ago mm-hmm. or so, when the markets crashed in two thousand and eight, um, and then I started really getting into it in nine and ten uh, through our, my walk with you. But if you don't fear God, then the secular world looks like your heaven, and all the answers you come up with are typically on your own initiative. And so, you know, for me, um, this has been a true blessing being in the Word and seeing how powerful the Word is. We've said it before, you either believe this is the Word of God or you don't. And when you get into it, you realize this is clearly a blueprint for life. Uh, it's not just, you know, crazy stories. Um, this is really a blueprint for life, the Bible. So uh, for me, the more you get into it, uh, the more you realize that God lays it out for you, how you manage your family, how you manage risk, you know, how you manage other relationships, etc. Money, it's everything. All, everything yeah. is in there. And your health. Yes. So many things are included under this right. bracket or category of wisdom. Yes. And so, mm-hmm. number one is just to realize wisdom is available. I think that's a good starting point because yes. so many of us grew up and the emphasis yeah. was put on knowledge, right? Yes. Go to school, read books. Amen to that. Uh, You're go to absolutely a lecture. Right. Not bad things yeah. in themselves, right? Mm-hmm. No. Even in business, you, know, yeah. you want to keep updated on the latest trends. Yes, Dave. But, but what was that for? To get ahead in life. We were always taught, you know, I, I was targeting going to Harvard Business School, then I... 
I, I uh, you know, I applied, I got on the waiting list, and I decided I didn't want to do that. But, you know, the, the main thing is, um, when you talk about getting ahead in life, there is no better path or book than the Bible. Proverbs 16, 16 says, how much better to get wisdom than gold, to get insight rather than silver. And the Bible urges us to seek wisdom above all things, Proverbs 4, 7, because everything else then opens up for you. Right. Right, and and to realize, yeah. once again, knowledge is good, information right. is good, yeah. all of these things are good, but the best thing, as you say, and I'll read this, actually even in Proverbs 2, says, here's this, wisdom. Proverbs yeah. is set up like the father is instructing his young son, mm-hmm. who's getting ready to go out into life, and he's giving him these instructions, but he says in chapter 2 of Proverbs, my son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, in other words, this is inward, this wisdom, so that you incline your ear to wisdom. Right. In other words, incline your ear means desire wisdom. Mm-hmm. So we're going to look at ways we can gain and grow in wisdom and gain wisdom. But the key way is number first of all is desire wisdom. Know right. that it's available, and know and then desire that wisdom because again, a lot of people don't even know this wisdom is available. Yes, they don't. I know. And then they get smarter and they, yeah. you know, acquire more and more data points right. and all of this, but they don't realize, hey, wait a minute. And if you look at people, like mm-hmm. just look around in the past twenty years, very successful people, very smart, but they don't. They have broken relationships. Yes. They might be on substance abuse. They might be alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Life is falling apart because. They just can't handle living life on just information alone. Now, this goes to another point I wanted yeah. to bring up, David, because yeah. we're talking about information. Mm-hmm. There was a very good book written in the nineteen late 60s, early 1970s called Future Shock by Alvin Toffler. It was, this guy was incredible looking at trends and forecasting and yeah. uh, looking into the future. And he wrote this best-selling book. And what he said, he looked at, change in a society and a culture what information increases faster and faster he says the personal and social disorientation that accompany very rapid technology and social change leads to anxiety and people losing control of their life depression anxiety not able to cope why because there's an overload of information right and what they used to do in the lab, yeah. uh, he brings this out in his book, is they'd have mice in a maze. Mm-hmm. Mice all, okay. Yeah. Then they add a few more mice into this right. big maze. Mm-hmm. Then they have lights blinking on, and they increase the lights. And buzzers, buzzers, increase. And they can't handle all that stimulation, all that information. Mm-hmm. And they go in the corner, yeah. and they get depressed, or yes. they start shaking, yes. or they die. It's just, my yeah. point being that all this information is coming at us today in this 21st mm-hmm. century world that we live in like never before now that's okay in a sense but man we have to overload that with wisdom you sure because otherwise there's look at people on drugs and alcohol yeah. and depression and anxiety and all of this and they just say i can't cope right. Do you hear that expression yes it's like watching the news all the time you're just taking it too much and you can't process it yeah and isn't a lot of that john well i guess there's a couple things that come to mind for me one is a lot of what you just described is because there's a separation from God. Yeah, right. And they're relying on their own thoughts and, and human uh, friendships, etc. But there's also different kinds of wisdom. Uh, 1 Corinthians 3.19 says, For the wisdom of the world is foolishness in God's sight. And then verse 20 says, The Lord knows that thoughts of the wise are futile. 
uh, one more. There's obviously a difference between godly wisdom and worldly wisdom. James three thirteen to seventeen. That's the important. Yeah, piece. we'll look at those. Yeah, in a bit. okay. So you're right. I mean, the the key, the key is the, there's worldly wisdom. I mean, yeah. it's like um, they might say, "Well, how did all this start?" Mm-hmm. Well, there was a big explosion, yeah. a big bang. Well, come on. I mean, you're looking yeah. at all this creation on a spring day like this, yeah. and you think this came <laughs> because of time and chance and it equals what we have today? No, come on. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's yeah. worldly wisdom. Worldly wisdom might say that human beings don't have special dignity, that we're just a higher evolved animal. Well, that's not what wisdom of the Bible says. It says we are made in the image of God. God. Imago Dei, we're special. Human beings are very special. They're separated yeah. from insects or animals or trees or squirrels, anything like that. But again, that wisdom comes from a higher source. Yeah. And if you just rely on the wisdom of the world, um, it's, it's not lasting. This is another thing about knowledge and information. It changes. And wisdom doesn't. So because knowledge, look at the rapid change. Yes. They say it's going not... It's going exponentially. Yeah, you know the rate of change in terms yes. of information. Uh-huh. That's one of the thing with this whole artificial uh, mm-hmm. intelligence movement. Uh, it's just the more they, these computers get, the more data is entered in. Yes. the more they can process and interconnect with other computer systems, it just goes off the chart in terms yes. of. Yes, but that's not making us better people no. necessarily. No. So the number one thing about how do you acquire wisdom is have a desire for wisdom mm. and know that it's out there for you. And again, back to chapter 2 of Proverbs, he says, My son, incline your ear to wisdom. In other words, seek it. Apply your heart to understanding. If you cry out for discernment, that's one of the things wisdom will give you is good discernment or how to make choices. And lift up your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver. See, silver and gold can help you get a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in this life. But he's saying wisdom is better. Yes. You, you know, if That's right. Search for her as hidden treasure. Better than gold, yep. Notice, for hidden treasure. Mm-hmm. It's not always laying right there in front of you. you got to apply yourself to get wisdom. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord. See? He's saying if you do that, then this will even help you understand what it means to fear the Lord. And then the Lord gives wisdom. You see where it says there? For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. Uh, That's a very important point. He gives wisdom. If you want wisdom, you can ask God for wisdom. Now, this is number one. Uh, We start at the first starting point for wisdom is first and foremost desire wisdom. You know it's out there. Yes. You want to desire it. And it's right there in a sense in front of us. Matter of fact, if you look at Proverbs, Proverbs um, chapter 1 and verse 20, here's where he compares wisdom to a woman. And that's calling out. He using a metaphor or Uh symbol. But if you look at chapter 1, verse 20. Out in the open, wisdom calls aloud. She raises her voice in the public square. On top of the wall, she cries out. At the city gate, she makes her speech. How will you, who are simple, love your simple ways? How long will mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge? Notice that? She's yeah. it's like yelling out. Wisdom calls out mm. loud, raises her voice, and then the invitation, come, come on, learn of this wisdom. But the fool goes the other direction. Yeah. goes in the complete, into destruction, and it goes completely the other way. So... We're told here that wisdom 
is available. I yes. think that's a very, very important Amen point. Amen to that. And this yeah. should be not just for young people, although the Proverbs is kind of directed towards a young man, but it's that idea that um, there's many, many benefits of yeah. wisdom, the many benefits of wisdom. And you look and you'll see these as you study um, what, 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 are, what are the, some of the benefits. Look at, just stay in Proverbs, look at chapter 3 okay. and look at verse 13 um, and uh, through 17. Proverbs 3, 13 okay. through 17. Okay. 13 through 17. Uh, Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. She is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. Those who hold her fast will be blessed. So look at the benefits there, wow. David. Yeah. Wow. Blessed is, happy, happy is the man who finds wisdom. Man. Gains a, he's saying it's better than silver, it's better mm -hmm. than gold, it's better than fine jewelry. Then he says, um, you want length of days. One thing wisdom will do, teach you, is how to walk right. Avoid Boy. Don't be drunkard, don't smoke mm -hmm. cigarette, don't mm -hmm. harm the body, uh, save money, invest, hang out with really good people, on and on and on. The, you're you're going to live longer. I mean, yeah. healthy, you know, he's saying right. here, length of days in her left hand is riches and honor. Yeah. Well, one of the things wisdom teaches you is how to save money, how to give money to the work of the Lord, yeah. how to invest, mm -hmm. how not to spend mm -hmm. crazy money, you know, mm -hmm. therefore you're diligent, you're going to receive riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. The way of the transgressor is hard. That's what the Bible says. If you go the wrong path, how many people we know, you stumble, you get involved with things, you get mixed up in things. Yes. It's a hard path. Yes. But he says here, her ways are the ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. Yes. Who wants peace? Who wants happiness? Who wants a long life? She is a tree of life for those who take hold of her. And happy are all those who retain her. And that's something. That's wisdom. The tree of life. Yeah, that's just some of, some of the benefits. Yeah. That wow. uh, you know that. But, that, but again, the, there really is a huge difference, John, between godly wisdom and the worldly wisdom. Uh, of course, the godly wisdom is from God and honors God, where the worldly wisdom might be, you know, how do I operate my 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 new Lexus or my right. new vehicle or yeah. my new iPhone. Um, and so that, that's the big difference. And you get that from the Bible. Yeah. That's the key. The, the, the key to what we're saying is in the Word, in it's, the Bible. It's all in the Word. So yeah. if you look at knowledge and wisdom, let me give you an example. Yeah. Uh, all right, I bought this Honda Accord, okay? Mm -hmm. And it comes with an operator's manual. Right. Manual. Yeah. That's knowledge. It shows yeah. how to work your, um, you know, right. your steering system, the sound system, the GPS system, heated seats. All of these kind of different features, that's knowledge. But how I use that knowledge and drive that car safely, that's wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> there I have data, there I have good knowledge. Right. But if I don't use it correctly, that can get that's me in right. a lot of trouble. That's, that's right. wisdom, yeah. is the right application of knowledge. Right. Right. And so, too, like you just said, David, if we discard the Bible, that's our source of wisdom. Mm -hmm. That it, This is it. I mean, man's... Yeah. Man, man is limited. We're finite, right? right? We're just limited people. But God is infinite. 
And when he gives us stuff, this is knowledge that comes from above down. Some have suggested wisdom is understanding life from God's perspective. That life is purposeful, yes. life has meaning, life has, uh, you know, goals that God <clears throat> wants us to glorify yeah. him and, and, and right. do good works. So again and again, we're looking at the benefits, mm -hmm. the benefits, kind of moving people to, to think, well, why should I? Get wisdom. Let's look at it again and just. Um, okay, where, where are you going now? We'll stay in uh, oh. Proverbs. Look at um, Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 1, 1 through 5. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way, where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Besides the gate leading into the city, at the entrance she cries aloud, To you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, set your hearts on it. Listen, for I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right. My mouth speaks what is true, for my lips detest wickedness. Okay, do you yeah. see that? How yeah, wisdom, man. again... Wisdom is being available. Wisdom is um, crying out. It's right there for us to Heck take yeah, and sure access right. and acquire if, if we want it. If you we know, want it. If we want it. And then um, verse, same thing in that chapter. It says, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. And then again, it says, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. So he's saying here, mm -hmm. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence or right understanding. And I find out knowledge and discretion. See, discretion is very important because that's like discernment. Well, should I do this? Should I do that? Is that wise investment? Is that noise? So it, it offers, wisdom offers you where so many people just go blindly out into a different relationship, into a business agreement, into life's whatever choices. But what wisdom does, it gives you an understanding. Yes. It helps you understand yes. discernment. And um, So, John... Um how do you, how do we get people to take a look at this? You know, um, you know, we have talked about this before. I'm just thinking of all the people in my network, um, you know, and a lot of them just the secular world consumes you and it goes so fast. You're right. sitting in a rocking chair before you know it. Right. So how do we get them to hit the pause button? It's a good question, David. It's like salvation itself. Um, you know, how did you come to Christ? How did I come to Christ? Well, well I, I had a real, I mean, I had a, we had a real uh, dramatic event that crashed. That almost that forced you. I was a partner you. Yeah. in a hedge fund. So. It, wisdom could be like Th that, 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 too. That put me on pause. Yeah. Wisdom could be like that, too, when somebody hits a rough patch in their life and they go, well, like the prodigal. You go, what's going on here? Yep. I, 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 I can't keep going like this. Mm -hmm. I don't want a future like this. Right. And then they're going to look for, let's say, new information, new data. In other words, right. it goes to the old adage, if you want to, if you don't want to keep getting what you've been getting, don't keep doing what you've been doing. Right. Change something. Right. And so to your point, to your question, it, what you want is people to, to see the benefits. Mm. That's why the Proverbs is like screaming out at you. Uh, hey, come on, wisdom. Yeah. I want to give you this stuff. This is yours. You know, and if yeah. people just pass it by mm -hmm. uh, to their own hurt. Yeah. Because I've never known a person, truly, in my years, almost 50 years as a Christian now, that's ever really committed their life to Christ, been in the Bible, living, trying to live a godly life and, and glorify Jesus Christ, that have not said, you know what, 
man, I tell you, the, the, I never would have changed my choice to follow Jesus Christ, whether it was 10 years ago or 30 years ago. Am I right? Yes. The things you oh, see. Oh, my gosh. Answered prayer, people you've met, mm -hmm. ideas that God has given you, revelation. We're going to look at that in a minute. Just, uh, you know, you're praying for something and you've gotten creative ideas even for your technology. Yes. Medical, that's that's yes. from God above, you know. Yes. Now, you do your own homework oh, and research. Yes. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But we're going to see in a minute that God will give you if you were going to see that. That's it, it, one of the ways you get wisdom. It, it's more than that. It's kind of like watching a chessboard, and sometimes you see pieces appear that you don't even put on the board. Yeah, yeah. He will give it. Let's let's look yeah. at that. So number one. There's real truth to what we just said. Oh, yeah. And, and I think, I hope that that kind of stuff will put the pause button on some people because, you know, I know a lot of people, their life is going so good. That they don't want, they don't need to hit pause in their mind. Yeah, that because because they're not looking at when they're going to be in that rocking chair. Well, that's you know here's I mean? the thing: life yeah. is passing us all by. Yes, and somebody could be I successful mean. and smart, but they still lack wisdom in how mm -hmm. to live life and mm -hmm. how do I prepare for death? How do you manage your family? What's my legacy? Times? Yes. How do What's I how legacy? do I invest my money? How do I right. contribute my money? Right. All of these kind of things enter in. Yes. Um, but there can be, again, we know very successful celebrities, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But their lives are yes. not built on wisdom. No, now, not. here's where we can ask God uh, for wisdom, okay? okay? And it's in 1 Kings chapter 3. 1 Kings uh, chapter 3. Um, it's, it starts out with um, yep. verse 3. Okay. It, it tells you a little about Solomon. He's going to be become the king. It's, it's, think about... Uh, um, What's going on now in England? Well, they're going to have the oh, coronation yeah. of the king. Well, the, he's going to step in to his father's position. Solomon yeah. is here. And if so, you, sure. Verse 3. Solomon showed his love for the Lord by walking according to the instructions given him by his father, David, except that he offered sacrifices and burned incense on the high places. Okay, he did a couple things right. Number one, yeah. he loves the Lord. We say the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Number two, he's listened to his father. He walked mm -hmm. in the statue of his father, David, but he burned incense on the high places. He still had some uh, not good things going on. Usually these are pagan superstitions, right? But here's what happens. Um, it says at verse 5, At Gibeon the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and says, Ask, what shall I give you? This is what God's saying, what do you want me to give you? And he says, you have shown great mercy to your servant David and the father. He walked before you in truth, righteousness, and uprightness in heart. You have continued your kindness for him. You've given him this son. Now he says this, Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king instead of my father David, but I am a little child. I do not know uh, how to go out or come in. In other words, I don't know how to handle daily uh, affairs. And he says, Here's what he wants. He says, then God says to him, um, your therefore, he says in verse 9, therefore give to your servant an understanding heart to judge your people that I might discern between good and evil mm -hmm. for who is able to judge such a great people. So now he's asking for God to give him wisdom right. and understanding that he might have discernment. Remember I mm -hmm. said one of the things that wisdom yes. gives you is discernment. And it said, the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had said that. He says, because you have asked for this and not asked for long life for yourself nor riches, therefore I'm going to give you this and long life and riches. 
You see, he says in verse 12, Behold, I have done according to your word. See, I have given you a wise and understanding heart. Wow. That came from God. So this tells us in the scripture, we can ask God, we're going to look at this in a minute, in prayer and ask him, Lord, please give me wisdom. Yes. Give me an understanding heart. Now it says this in James chapter 1. You might even have it, David. Uh, James chapter 1. In your research, I know yeah. you have. Where we're told, if any man lack wisdom. Yeah, James chapter 1. Yeah, if verse you want to read five, it. Yeah. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. See that? So we're supposed to have an undivided faith, asking for God's wisdom, um, and we, you know, and, and, and that's the important thing, undivided faith. Well, yeah, you have to have faith that God yes. will give you wisdom. That's right. You know, if we walk yes. uprightly now. I mean, now, why this is so important is it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, uh -huh. well, in a sense, we all lack wisdom. Oh, Even heck. if we have wisdom, oh, that should give us wisdom to ask for more wisdom. We're always learning. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, the way you got to look at it. So if we're humble mm -hmm. and say, well, I don't have all the wisdom I want, okay, mm -hmm. therefore I lack wisdom, let him ask of God yes. who gives it liberally, in other words, generously, mm -hmm. The, James also says later on, we have not because we ask not. Yeah. So if God is offering us this yeah. and we don't ask for this, right. whose fault is that? You know, I, I remember when you were, uh, when we were together, you were mentoring me early on. You said, Dave, look at it this way. You're going to a king. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what'd you say to me? No uh, small petitions yeah, bring. Right. That's an old saying. So right, that's yeah. right. So. You know, I've, I've never forgotten that. Nothing is too great for God. Yeah. So why not ask? But it's you can't, like, be deviant all week and then ask. <laughs> no, he wants you to walk yeah. uprightly. That's he's, right. He's yeah. speaking to believers here. That's right. Um, mm -hmm. Now, that's why it goes back to that what? The fear of the Lord yes. is the beginning of wisdom. Right. So if a, if a person is a hardcore sinner, he's, he's unrepentant, he's mm -hmm. not a believer, he, I mean, I don't, you know, he's first got to get himself right with the Lord. Now, that's wisdom yeah. in itself, you know, to say, yeah, yeah, my life is mixed up. I better right. get things. But we're told here, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Now, yes. this is a very important point. I don't want to go too quickly, but it says this in Colossians, Colossians, Colossians chapter 1. This is Paul's letter. Colossians uh, chapter 1. Uh, stay on the same theme of uh, wisdom. Um what he says here is this, Colossians chapter 1. It's a prayer for believers. And it says in verse 9, Colossians chapter 1, verse 9, For this reason, we also, since the day we heard of it, that is to say the faith of the yeah. believers that are in this city, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom mm. and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Notice what he's saying there? I'm praying that you might be filled with wisdom from God. This is a prayer. You know, this is, yeah. Um, how do I say it? It's like if you got an inheritance, let's say a rich uncle dies, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. and, and you got the letter from the attorney, mm -hmm. yeah. you've been named, okay. You believe it, you read it, but you never go to the bank and make a withdrawal. It, you've mm -hmm. got the you got yeah. the document in front of right. you, but you never make the withdrawal. That's right. You're as, 
you have the same amount you had before you received the will. Do you understand? Yeah. <laughs> Even all this resources yes. is in the bank. So too, when God offers us this stuff, wisdom, mm -hmm. spiritual understanding, and we don't ask for this stuff, whose fault is that? It's like salvation itself. For God so loved the world yep. that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes on him, him, he's given the gift, but we have to make the effort to receive the gift. Yes. The same way with wisdom. And it's very powerful when uh, when you look at how it, these things come, come together and he wants us. And then in that same chapter, um, same letter, it will say that uh, about Jesus, uh, he says, uh, he says, Paul says in chapter 2 of Colossians, For I want you to know what great conflict I have for you and for those in Laodicea. I want your hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, attaining to all the riches of the full assurance of understanding, mm -hmm. to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ, in whom are hidden, what? All yes. the treasures of wisdom yes. and knowledge. So the closer we stay to Jesus, in him are mm -hmm. hidden all the wisdom of knowledge and understanding. And the big thing you, you just uh, touched on are life's four big questions hmm. that are answered. Mm -hmm. uh, who am I? Where do I come from? What is my purpose? And where am I going? Exactly right. The, it, and and that's, that's what you have here. It's, it's all a, You're fulfilled. right. It's yeah. crazy. C.S. Lewis said this, David. Mm -hmm. He says, I believe in Jesus Christ for the same reason I believe that the Son rose up this morning oh, yeah he says by for by it i see everything else so in jesus christ you see these four major questions you just asked about right how did this all start well god created in a very early fashion what is my purpose on life to glorify god in everyday life and just mm -hmm. to bring glory to god number three how should i live my life well he gives us wisdom instruction commandments directions how to live life raise our children number four how do i prepare for death well, you prepare for death by living a godly life. Yes. You see what I'm so all these answers, this is really wisdomful. You'll never see this like in a university unless you go to a place like Grove City or these other college. Mm -hmm. They won't teach you this. They'll teach you, like my friend used to say, you know, knowledge will get a man to, to the moon, but wisdom will show him how to get to heaven. There's a big difference. You know, Who, who isn't looking for the answer to those questions? And I think... Because uh, if you're not in the Word, that's where you start searching to numb your brain to what those answers might be. And that's where you get into drugs, alcohol, and other addictions and other bad behavior because you're trying to free your mind from finding the answers to those questions. Here's the trick. You can't figure them out on your own. You've got to be in the Word, and you've got to read the Bible. God is the only one that can give you those answers. Yeah, right. Those are, it's that simple. It's wisdom. It's above man. It's, it's that it's, simple. It's cut and dry. It's black and white. There it is. Yeah. So this idea that if we ask for wisdom, if we seek wisdom, if yep. we pray for wisdom, here's what it says in Exodus 31.3 about the workmen on the, um, uh, they're going to be working on the tabernacle. Oh, and, and uh -huh. He says this, in 31 verse 3 of Exodus, what does God say here? And I have, the, he says, verse 1, The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, See, I have called, yes. called by name Bezaliel, mm -hmm. the son of Uri, the son of Hur, the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with what? The Spirit of God, God in wisdom, mm -hmm. in understanding, in knowledge, in all manner. It came from God. 
it doesn't he, he didn't go to school you know year after year and get these self-help mm-hmm. books and that he asked God to give him wisdom now we can access wisdom another way we're going to look at Charlie you can get it from the scriptures yeah you can grow um, there's different ways but I think what we're sharing this morning we actually look at uh, time is really cruising along here uh, uh, not to cut you off John it's just I want to I want to touch on what you just said when you go to God, forgive me, uh, but I know a lot of people have seen the Wizard of Oz, uh-huh. right? So it's kind of like going in front of the Wizard of Oz. You know, Lord, can you help me with this decision? You know, I don't know which path to take. Is this a partnership that you want for our company? Is this a relationship you want for our family? You know, what should we do? Our child is having this problem. That's what it is. Yes, right. And you can do it on a regular basis. And you can't believe, will all of your answers or questions get answered? I don't know. Uh, you know, some stuff takes years, which yeah. which I have lived through. But some stuff has also been like instantaneous, right. where you right. get an answer like that. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that in your life? Yeah, right. I mean, you... Right. you, you, you because you're you're bringing a whole different ingredient. Yeah. Because most people make decisions. They get, I mean, smart people are going to get data. They're going to look at the spreadsheet. They're going to think, what should I do in this situation or whatever. Right. But when you add God to this and ask Him for wisdom, and you make a right choice, mm-hmm. discernment that strengthens you for the next yes situation where you got to you need discernment. And and that's mm-hmm. one of the things that wisdom will give us. I mean, it'll even teach us to live life. It says here. Um, in Psalm 90, it says, Teach us to number our days, O Lord, that we might gain a heart of wisdom. Isn't that something? Boy. It's, it, it comes out, Psalm 90, how short life is, and it really doesn't last that long anyhow. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, So therefore, as this is a prayer, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Where is it going to come from? The Lord. What's it going to teach us? How to live these days on the planet. You know, what that says to me, um, when I first became a Christian, I went to, um, you know, you were kind enough to give me invites to various speakers that became Christians. Uh Uh, Some were extremely successful executives. And one of these executives um, that I um, was able to see early on really impacted me. And um, he, he basically worked at GE for the Jack Welsh era, um, the iconic Jack Welsh. And um, he got to the point where he was just living for his company. His family was falling apart. And, you know, he was, he was making good money, very good money. And he went in to see Jack one day, and he just said, you know what, I'm leaving. Um, I got to the point, he became a Christian, and he got to the point where he said to uh, Jack Welsh, he said, you know, um, at the end of the day, are you going to be looking at your GE stock options or are you going to be looking for your savior? Wow. And that impacted me f- till this day where, you know, when you say you have to look at the timeline, yeah. you have to be cognizant of the timeline. You can't wait till that's what I always thought, John, yeah. that I'll just wait till I get older when I'm free and then I'll, I'll start going into the word. Who's to say I'm going to be alive to even be able to do that? You're, you're exactly right. Yeah. I mean, that's why it'll say in Psalm 90, boast not thyself of tomorrow. Thou knowest not what a day might bring forth. Yeah. We just don't know. That's and right. We, that's why. We don't know if we'll be here tomorrow. Don't I, know. I don't know. That, you, yeah. You, you know, you hope to be here another 50 years or yes. whatever, but we, you're right. <clears throat> Life is fragile. Yes. And that's why 
the book of Proverbs is, and Ecclesiastes, they're called mm-hmm. wisdom yeah. books, right? To your point about life, it says, listen to this. It says, Ecclesiastes, okay, verse 7, chapter 7, verse 1. A good name is better than precious ointment, and the day of death than the day of one's birth. Better to go to the house of mourning than to go uh-huh. house of feasting. Why? Because when you're... When you're born, that's a happy day and everybody oh, celebrates. Yeah. But at a funeral, it makes you stop and think, what? Life is short. Life is brief. I should be prepared for that. So he says, that's why he says, and the day of death than the day of one's birth. Better to go to the house of mourning, a funeral, than to go to the house of feasting. Yes. For that is yeah, the end amen. of all men. Yeah. And the living will take it to heart. In other words, you're going to learn something from this. That's wisdom. See what I'm saying? It's amen. really interesting how God weaves all this kind of wisdom information but it has practical application to everyday life people that just go to parties that's what he means when he says here mm-hmm. a house of feasting yeah they don't think about <clears throat> they don't life isn't going to always be like but that. but john that also blinds you it numbs you and it doesn't make you aware of your calendar yeah. because you're just going from one event to the next i used to be like that where uh, i i wouldn't hit the pause button to really figure out what was truly important to myself, my family, and, you know, the people around me. I never, I just thought I'd have time to look at the bigger picture stuff, but I'm going to enjoy my life now. You got to, you got to think inversely. You, you want to really enjoy your life now? <laughs> Get no. into the word. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it, it's, it's not just, you know, you, you, because what you're saying is the word is not enjoyable. Quite contrary. Yeah, right. You get all the answers to life. You get um, your questions that you have. You get wisdom. You get joy that you never had before. You feel fulfilled in a way you've never been fulfilled. And and smoking dope or getting totally snackered uh, on whiskey or whatever doesn't cut it. No. That high is gone, and then you have a hangover. This stuff doesn't provide a hangover. It keeps you on cloud nine yeah. all the time yeah. in a good way yeah. you're going to have ups and downs even when you are a christian because the enemy is trying to pull you off course but the benefit of it is far outweighs any any disadvantages yeah like where we, the enemy is trying to poke you off sometimes totally you know from your path plus so, plus uh, added to that is yeah. the fact that you can now be a person of influence yeah in other words you can share with somebody this right. knowledge mm-hmm. this wisdom and their life can be transformed. Not yes. that we did anything great, but that God can use each one mm-hmm. of us yeah. if we're resourced. You know, we have the Word of God in us. And you could share with somebody, and all of a sudden they start thinking, yeah, maybe he's right. And their whole trajectory yes. of their life could yes. change forever. Absolutely. Before that, how many, we never thought of that stuff growing no. up, did we? Even though we no. went to church and all this other stuff. No, I, I never I, thought about leading another person to Jesus Christ. I was focused on what you talked about earlier. How am I going to get ahead in this world? You know, my target was to go to Harvard Business School to graduate, but to cross all the T's and dot all the I's prior to that. You were raised, Every a lot of people are raised the same way, that education and putting your nose to the grindstone will take care of everything. It's just not true. If you have a balance in your life, you, you really don't know what you don't have until you get into the Word. Yeah, right. It's that simple. You're right. You're Th- that's right. the only way I can explain it. I wish I could explain it better, but that's all I can think of. It's like you walk I, through a door into a brand new whole world, yeah. and it's loaded with 
these these interesting benefits That's and right. people and mm-hmm. places and man, you know it's uh, so okay. A real quick review. Number yeah, one, sure. the beginning starting point mm-hmm. for wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Yes. That's critical. Yes. Number two is having that strong desire. You want this wisdom because wisdom, it says in Proverbs, the metaphor of the woman crying out, "Hey, come on, here the table is set. It's more precious than silver and gold and fine jewelry." So have that desire. And again, a lot of people don't even know that this wisdom is available, right? Okay, that's number two. Yep. Number three is the idea to realize God wants to give you wisdom. And we see it with Solomon when he says, Lord, I don't want long life. I don't want wealth and riches. But I want wisdom to know how to discern and to take care of these people. James, it says in the letter, if you lack wisdom... Let him ask of God and he'll give it generously. Colossians chapter 1 even offers a prayer to God. Lord, give me wisdom, give me understanding. Yes. So we want to use these, what can I call them, promissory notes from God yeah. to instruct him. And if we don't use them, we don't have them. I mean, it's, it's, that's it. Now, the yep. other one is we ask for wisdom. We saw this. The other way of getting wisdom, believe it or not, is is to walk with wise people. Let me show you. Yes. Proverbs chapter 13. That is so true. Proverbs chapter 13. In verse 20, I believe it is. Okay. It says here, He who walks with wise men will be wise. Yep. But the companions of fools will be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Now, how many of us grew up life with companions of fools? And we were too. I was too. Oh, yeah, me too. So what does it end up? You yep. get in trouble. Yep. But he says, he who walks with wise men will be wise. Yes. This tells me if we fellowship with, if mm-hmm. we hang out uh, with people that are wiser than ourselves, mm-hmm. we're going to accumulate and absorb some of that wisdom. Amen. Somebody says, show me your five best friends today, and I'll tell you where you'll be in five years. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever hear that? Yeah. But who is who is in your life? Who mm-hmm. is influencing your life? Yeah. Well, God is telling us here, mm-hmm. if if you walk means to walk means to hang out, right? Is is to be mm-hmm. with, you know. Um, therefore, you can absorb. You can get some of. The, you get their example. That's yes. why numerous times the Apostle Paul says, "Follow me as I followed Christ. Mm-hmm. Imitate me." Mm-hmm. You know, he's not saying he's fully arrived, but he's no. saying. I'm offering you a pattern That's right. to help you get to the next step. Yes. There's a very interesting miracle in Acts of the Apostles where uh, Peter and John have this wisdom and they just healed a crippled guy. And all these high-educated Pharisees and Sadducees in Jerusalem says, where did these men get this kind of knowledge? And then it says they took note that they had been with Jesus. They, that these these fishermen, these poor from way up in the galley, they had been with Jesus. Right. Therefore, they had this kind of wisdom and this kind of knowledge. That, but the idea, this is so important. Who do we spend our time with? Mm-hmm. Who do we make a deliberate effort to get with, mm-hmm. to be with? And there's a synergy there. There's a Holy Spirit transaction where two or three are gathered together. You can, I don't want to say absorb, but you can gain from others indicators like like you look at that person that's a that's a really kind person you just make note of that or that person is really generous or that person always seems to be joyful and you can help adjust it helps you it's just like when you played a sport and you saw a really good running back or a really good golfer that just hanging out with that person inspires you and instructs you so how much more so Mm -hmm. when we're dealing with these wisdom amen 
Yeah, you know, and it's funny you say that because I used to work out uh, at uh, Coach Ferguson's house in high school. He he uh, was the head wrestling coach for St. Ed's. I went to Ignatius. Mm-hmm. But for him to open his house, he wanted the players to see each other without their pads on and work out together. Oh, is based on what you just said. So when you when you now expand on that, who are you with? What are their mannerisms? There you go. How do they interact with other people in front of you? That's the same idea. Yeah, right. Where, where, where you can you can learn. Like you know, we have been close friends, and you've been my mentor for you know fourteen years, and I have grown considerably. My family has, um, and I look at things differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, whenever I bring an event into you. Uh, I don't want to say a crisis because there's not a you know there's not always a big crisis, but there is situations. Sure. You first thing you say is what? Let's sit and pray. Mm-hmm. It, I never would have thought mm-hmm. like that when mm-hmm. I was in the secular world. So that's another important thing for all those people listening today and have listened to our show in the past. It is so important to get you out of that hole too that you feel you might be in, it really will. Yeah. That, that, that's the big importance of it. Yeah. No, it, yeah, you're exactly right there. And that's why church is so important. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, again, what it says here, mm-hmm. uh, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise. We come together, and that's a powerful community mm-hmm. that's neglected today. And If you yeah. study statistics, it's just big church, little church, mm-hmm. that's not yeah. the issue. But coming together with other believers, hearing the word of God, Praising God, sharing in Holy Communion, all of these things strengthen our faith. Right. And it's just making a wise choice. So if my choice is to go golfing on Sunday morning or go to church, take my wife yeah. to church, or yeah. if my thing yeah. is to sleep in and read the news on or watch the news program on Sunday morning or go to, uh-huh. you know, not just go to church on Sunday morning, but being part of a church is what I mean. There's something that happens there that we're not even aware of in terms of our spiritual growth, but it requires a decision to go after that, but part of going after that is he who walks with wise men will be wise. Yeah. You know, you're going to be growing in that uh, faith. So there's another way that um, we can actually uh, know more, more, more about God by doing that. Now, th- this is the issue. A lot of people know God, but they, they know about God, but they don't know God. They don't have that personal relationship with them. Yes, and that's why walking with other people that do can help you along the way. There's journey. In, in, in line with that, there's a very important verse in Proverbs. Again, 3, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In uh-huh. all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your make straight your paths. That's a very good one. What, what is, is uh, that? Yeah, that is actually uh, Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. In all, so, go on again. Uh, I'm going to read it again. Yeah. Um, so trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. There you go. If you want to fulfill, I mean, it is the only way to fulfill any <laughs> any wise ways of living. Um, it, it, when you trust in the Lord, you don't fear much. You will get nervous but then you kind of find a baseline because he is your foundational pillar, and that's what you've taught me, and that's what the Word teaches. And it makes life a lot different. Oh, yeah. You see it through a different the Life's a lot more yeah. manageable. You don't have to go grab the, the whiskey bottle or, or your you know marijuana or whatever it is 
uh, to to not be able. A lot of people can't face what they have to face. They don't know what else to do. Right. We're giving you the answer. Exactly. Exactly right. Now, so yeah. what is it? Look, we got a couple of minutes. But sure. What does this look like when we walk in wisdom? Well, here's what it says in James chapter three. You touched on this earlier. We're just going to expand on this. Right. So let's say a man is growing in wisdom. He's seeking wisdom. He's asking God for more wisdom. Here's what it says. What does this look like in actual life? Verse 13. Okay. Who is wise and understanding among you? So this is a wise man. Uh -huh. Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in meekness of wisdom. There's the, the, Okay. But here's the, here's the negative side if you don't have wisdom. But if you have a bitter envy, self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above. Remember we said God gives wisdom from above but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy is and self-seeking exists, confusion and every th evil thing. So there you see non-wisdom on display. Self-seeking, pride, holding grudges, bitterness, not of God. But the wisdom that is from above, well, where do we get it from? God, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. The wisdom that is from of God is what? First, pure, peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, Full of mercy, good fruits, without taking sides, without partiality, yes. no hypocrisy. Do you see? You can you can judge when we're moving in wisdom because it's manifested in our daily lives. Yes, we're different people. Yes. So, yes. as we come, you know, just a couple minutes left. I encourage anyone listening now. This is WNZN Radio mm -hmm. coming to you from Lorain, Ohio. Um, this this topic is like really important. I mean, in in our day and age where we've got like, I don't know, 50 news channels mm. out there now. And mm -hmm. you've got social media, you got internet, you got YouTube and TikTok. All this data is coming at people, oh, right? Yeah. Information. But it's not making us wiser. No. It's not making us wiser overall. Because in until we come to God's plan mm -hmm. and, and have a fear and respect of God and a willingness to live our lives for Him and then look at His Word, we're going to start obtaining this wisdom. And anyone that does that, you're going to find it's better than silver and gold and jewelry and precious stones. As a matter of fact, if you get wisdom, you might get this other stuff too. <laughs> it goes well beyond intellectual assent. It and, really does. Uh, and when you think you brought up AI systems, we used AI systems in our uh, financial trading software for years. And it was supposed to replace traders on the floor. And the primary reason we were focused on that, we, we were... We developed them over a 15-year period, uh, is the fact that humans have emotional issues. And when they're losing, they panic. That's what you saw with Orange County and all these huge derivative losses in the past. And the AI systems were supposed to create more discipline and remove emotion in trading. And, you know, the thing is, forget all that. Th this, th what we're telling you supersedes any intellectual assent that anybody's going to have yeah, in the right, future. It's right. that simple. And it's available right. for people. So, again, first button, get the first button right, fear of the Lord mm -hmm. is the beginning of wisdom. That's that's the starting point. You right. have to have that relationship with God. Number two, realize that this is available and have a desire for wisdom. Right. You know, seek yeah. it like you would seek really mm -hmm. valuable things that are buried in your backyard. Let's put it that way. Number two, you can learn wisdom. The Bible talks about the, the entry of thy word giveth light. You know, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word uttered by, by the mouth of God. 
Yeah, uh, you can mm-hmm. you can learn wisdom from the scriptures, from yes. the Bible. Uh, number three, ask for it, pray for it. We have not because we ask not. James says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. He'll give it. Solomon did this. We see this all through the scripture. So we ask for it. Ask God to give us wisdom. And number three, I'm sorry, and number four, mm-hmm. um, as you search for wisdom, you get wisdom, then you have to live wisdom. Start yes. learning discernment, how to apply wisdom to everyday life, mm-hmm. relationships, how you spend your money, how you spend your time, how you relate to your friends etc. And then the other way is hang out. The Bible says, he that walk with wise men shall be wise. Who are you spending time with? Yes. Be part of a church. Be part of a Bible study group. Who are you spending your time with? So that's it. I mean, we, yeah. there's a lot more here. Oh, boy. And I believe we're going to cover this again. I think yeah. we might even get in an informational expert to show how fast we are moving as a society in terms of information it's ridiculous and next week we're hoping to have your friend raymond mm-hmm. on from thailand who has his own uh, mission field but you know just relying on god it's an incredible yeah, story right. true and so um we're going to talk about i hate to say rags to riches but yeah, it kind of right. is that yeah, scenario so sure. hopefully he's available next week and 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 i think the the listeners will love hearing them i think so yeah. too thanks david and okay. thank all of you for tuning in once again i'm so we are so grateful for this station yes it's really a great platform to to praise and worship god and also to get his word out uh, we're all in this together but if you're listening today you've never made that commitment to jesus christ uh, i really really encourage you to prayerfully talk to the lord today and then i always encourage people to read one chapter of the Gospel of John per day. There's only 21 mm-hmm. chapters. And just ask God to open your eyes and open your heart, and you will access true wisdom of salvation. So God bless you all, and have a great week. Take care, everybody. God bless.